Five Things First Thing with JR Mornings Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Another primary win for former President Trump. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's in Michigan where he thanked his supporters at a watch party by speakerphone. We have the worst president in the history of our country, the most incompetent and the most corrupt president. And we can't let this continue. The former president got 68% of the vote in Michigan, beating Nikki Haley by 42. But she's not giving up saying in Colorado, one of the 16 primary states, Super Tuesday next week. If it was about my political future, I would have been out a long time ago like the rest of the fellas. President Biden won Michigan's Democratic primary, getting 80%. But 13% of voters checked uncommitted on the ballot, protesting the Biden's support of Israel in the war in Gaza. Now, the president has said he's optimistic a ceasefire is coming. But Fox's Jonathan Savage reports. Caution from the two warring parties. President Biden said he hoped Israel and Hamas would agree to a new pause in the fighting by the start of next week. Comments the Israelis privately say came as a surprise. And Hamas, which has the text of Israel's latest offer, insists it's not interested in giving up its demand that Israel ends the war completely. Now, President Biden urged congressional leaders at a White House meeting to approve stalled military aid to Israel and to Ukraine, but Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson said afterward... The first priority of the country is our border and making sure it's secure. Now, he's also optimistic, as they're on deadline to work out some government funding by Friday that they can avert a partial shutdown. There will be a funeral for Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny Friday at a church in Moscow, two weeks after Navalny's death at a penal colony. His widow, Yulia, just told a, the European Parliament in France... I'm not sure yet whether it will be peaceful or whether the police will arrest those who have come to say goodbye to my husband. The cause of Navalny's death has not been announced. President Biden and many others blame Russian leader Vladimir Putin for having his strong critic killed. America's listening to Fox News. WJR traffic and weather first. This report is sponsored by MGM Grand Detroit. This March, make a fast break to MGM Detroit for buzzer beater basketball. Earn entries into the Saturday drawings where every hour, 10 lucky winners will spin for a chance to be a finalist to win their share of $90,000. See the MGM rewards desk for details. 21 and up. It's a good time for a grand time. The roads are a bit wet from the storms overnight, so use caution as you head out. We do have one accident. That's on the local westbound 96 lanes at Grand River. It has been moved off to the right shoulder. Southbound 275, the off-ramp to Michigan Avenue. Left lane remains closed till 6 o'clock this evening. Southbound 75, the on-ramp from 11 Mile, also closed. That one is in place until next week. Now, WJR Weather First from the Weather Channel. A wind advisory is in effect from 7 a.m. this morning till 7 p.m. tonight. A few showers early this morning and then increasing clouds. Temps are going to fall drastically throughout the day to near 30 with single-digit wind chills. Right now it's 61. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 23. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 41. I'm Renee Vitale, WJR Traffic and Weather First. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton 
and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. This JR Morning Weekly Dealer Download is powered by Bill Brown Ford. At Ford Motor Company Fun, they believe everyone deserves to progress in life. That's what drives them every day as they partner with community leaders and nonprofits to help meet the unique needs of under-resourced and underrepresented communities. As the philanthropic arm of Ford Motor Company, they co-create and invest in solutions to support communities across the U.S. and in more than 40 countries around the globe. Their work focuses on three impact areas, expanding access to essential services, education for the future of work, and entrepreneurship. By visiting drivingskillsforlife.com, you'll find information regarding free online and hands-on driver training clinics that pair newly licensed drivers with professional instructors, focusing on issues and obstacles that drivers face. Just one of the many services provided by the Ford Motor Company Fund. For more details, call 734-399-4244 or visit billbrownford.com. Thanks for listening to JR Morning with Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds on 760 WJR, where Michigan comes to talk. Now, we're going to get Wednesday weather whiplash here on February 28th, 2024. Uh, we had a high of 73 yesterday. We're yes. looking tonight, could be around 21, 22. I'm telling you. Oh my God! Wait 24 hours to go from summer to winter in Michigan. Oh my <laughs> lord! So yeah, it's going to be. I mean, we got uh, kind of the the February unicorn. Two tornadoes, one north of Marshall, one in Genesee, still have yet to be confirmed by the National Weather Service, but they certainly saw the rotation and the damage on the ground. Nick Monticelli's up there for Local Four, and if you look at the damage, it certainly looks mm-hmm. uh, like there was uh, tornadic damage there. So we'll wait to see what happened there. But uh, our weird winter continues. Uh, things not so weird on the political front went pretty much according to, I think, expectations. Let's start with uh, the Republican primary, Jamie, where uh, Donald Trump predicted on this radio station yesterday he was going to win by 80 points or thereabouts. It was about half that. Well, he had about 755,909 is the total I'm looking for. Total votes, percentage 68.2%. Yeah, wins by a two-to-one margin. That's certainly a, a, a big margin. But there is the question of Nikki Haley. She got 26.5% of the vote. Does that concern them going to the general? She's not growing. Okay, her, you know, that 26% is not as Smaller well as than she 40. did. Yeah, yeah, it's not the direction she needs to go. The what was interesting there, there was enough bleed off that still one third uh, is a non-Trump vote. And so the question is, where do those people go in November? Exactly. And people still voting for DeSantis and Christie. <laughs> well, and they and, and 3% voted for uncommitted there, which, right. is, which is a no-Trump vote. Right. But 68% still impressive. We're headed for a rematch. This kind of locks it in. She's in for Super Tuesday. She must just have the money. She does, except the Koch, Koch brothers, brothers have now yeah. pulled the plug and mm-hmm. at least moved it elsewhere. Uh, so we'll see after Super Tuesday where this goes. But, you know, in South Carolina, <clears throat> South Carolina, we saw 60 percent of her vote say we're never voting for Donald Trump. That's a problem. You look over in Kent County. She got 34 percent of the vote for a Republican to win statewide. You've got to have a commanding lead in Kent County in Oakland County 
and you really have to perform huge in Macomb. In Macomb, yeah. Trump did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. But in Oakland County and Kent County, there are some warning signs there, similar to what there was in 2020, where he yeah. under and he underperformed in Macomb. Didn't lose, but underperformed there compared to 2016. We'll see where it goes. Meantime, Joe Biden's uncommitted. Yeah. Little, little, they kind of were looking at 10% as their goal, right? Yeah, that's right. And the uh, primary is held at that added significance as Michigan kicked off the primary season for the key battleground states, notably a movement urging Democrats to vote uncommitted. Gained traction, reflecting dissatisfaction with Biden's response to the Gaza crisis. Despite Biden's strong showing with 81 percent of the vote, around 13 percent opted for uncommitted, signaling significant discontent. Now, the movement may spread to other states with organizing efforts underway in Minnesota and Washington. For the Biden campaign, the challenge lies in addressing concerns over his Gaza policy and mitigating any perceived loss of momentum, particularly as the conflict persists. Now, Biden thanked every Michigander who made their voice heard in a statement last night after his projected uh, primary win. He did not directly acknowledge the uncommitted protest campaign against him, though he said exercising the right to vote and participating in our democracy is what makes America great. Now, for Trump, roughly 30 percent of Republicans who voted either for South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley or on the GOP's uncommitted line well, it might be a little bit more difficult to parse, though it's his third presidential nomination in three tries could be clinched in a few weeks. The fact remains that a sizable group of Republicans are either firmly opposed to him or they still need to be won over, including in a state that he won just by a sliver guy in 2016 and then uh, lost to Biden by roughly 150,000 votes four years later. Uh, nevertheless, we had on the Republican side, what, f- uh, 15, 16 delegates that are going to be determined by this primary yesterday. The lion's share will be determined in a March 2nd get-together. Question is, which get-together? Which get-together? <laughs> Christina Caramo is out. The judge ruling in Kent County, uh, Joe Rossi ruling, that she was ousted, and she was ousted legally, that they followed uh, the bylaws, so that Peter Hoekstra is the legitimate chairman of the Republican Party in the state of Michigan. She called it grossly unfair and left the question open whether or not she's still going to hold this March 2nd. I mean, if she does, it is a rump convention, right? It It is is. not a legitimate convention. She also doesn't hold the checkbook anymore. So if you're Huntington Place, (laughs) you know, she says, I I haven't, you know, we haven't decided yet. Well, Well, circumstances are kind of deciding for you. Yeah, if you don't have the loot to do it. Also, it's Wednesday. I mean, just logistically. Yeah. So, I mean, I I would hope that at some point, you know, this is someone who has never acknowledged losing uh, the Secretary of State's uh, election. I don't know to what degree she will concede here. But at some point you have to say, look, as a party, we need to unify and we need to be in one place on March 2nd. We'll see what she does in the next couple. And we'll be talking uh, throughout the morning. We've got Debbie Dingle. We've got uh, Jason Rowe coming in and others to kind of give us some analysis. Whether that 30%, the 13% figure for Joe Biden mm-hmm. and, and whether that figure might grow in other states. You know, they only had a couple of weeks to, to ramp up That's right. that uncommitted campaign. Um, you know, and at the same time, while he hasn't been addressing it directly. Directly. Indirectly, he kind of has because he's talking about the ceasefire, hopefully coming together by Monday. It's not the permanent one that a lot of mm-hmm. the uh, uh, Arab Americans want here, but they uh, he's he's listening. He has to be listening because he's trying to get at least a temporary ceasefire. Yeah. Meantime, Gallup came out with one of their polls and um, 
It's good news and bad news for Joe Biden. The most important problem facing the U.S. is no longer the economy. 28% now say it is uh, the the immigration. And when you've got that many saying immigration is number one, Joe Biden is vulnerable. And so, I mean, we, we all know he's going to be going down to the border along with President Trump later this week to, to make his case down there. He's going to continually say that, well, they had, they had a solution, but the Republicans didn't want it. I don't know that that matters at this point. There's one guy that they're going to blame for it, and that's the guy that signed 50 executive orders. Yeah. And so um, that, that is a big wake-up call for, for him. So 28% naming immigration is the most important problem. The only good side on it is, is I think now inflation has fallen to number three. That doesn't mean people are still not resentful right. for the higher prices that they're paying and won't hold him accountable. But, I mean, it, it seems that then that people are saying that there are more important fa- things facing our nation, and the border is one of them. Uh, we talk a lot about EVs on this program, and it seems like Apple is making a decision to get out of the business, winding down its effort to create an electric car with autonomous capabilities after they poured resources into this highly secretive project for like 10 years. Two weeks ago, the company was testing the vehicles on a California highway, but on Tuesday, Apple told executives it, executives told the employees that it scrapped the project and is now shifting members of the group to focus on generative artificial intelligence efforts. This is all according to Bloomberg. And everyone was saying, this is great that Apple's getting into the business because people love Apple. Mm-hmm. This is how you get to the American consumer, Apple. Well, now they're out. <laughs> well, consumer design. I mean, is there anybody better in, in terms of designing products that people love to it, technology yes. that, that is adaptable and adoptable? And that hypes people up. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. But they were they behind were the other companies. pound gorilla along with Google and Waymo that right. came in. And now that they're exiting, it shows you that, you know, uh, they are not masters of the universe. Uh, and meantime... Great announcement. Finally, the, the city council coming together. There was a few speed bumps there. Yeah. But they've given a go to the Henry Ford project. Monumental $3 billion development deal has been given the green light by city council. This transformative project, a collaboration between Henry Ford Health System, Michigan State University, and the Detroit Pistons, promises to reshape the city's landscape. The approval uh, with a vote 6-3 signals a significant milestone after weeks of intense debate and public input, while Proponents, including Council President Mary Sheffield, champion the expansion as a boom for health care accessibility in the city's future. Some dissenters, like Councilwoman Angela Whitfield Calloway, expressed concerns over the enforceability of the community benefits agreement. Once completed, though, the project will not only enhance health care facilities, but also introduce new residential and commercial and recreational elements, marking a pivotal moment in Detroit's revitalization efforts. Meantime, speaking of revitalization, we know that the retail sector has been a mess. By the way, the futures are trending downward so far this morning. But Macy's closing 150 yeah. stores, and that just kind of hits your heart because that's the old Hudson's line, right? They, it is, but they were talking about maybe opening some Bloomingdale's in some of these. And I had said, yeah, it, it, needs, it needs to be something downtown. I would love to see this downtown, a, a department store downtown, but it has to be something that's not at the mall. Right. And, and the problem is we've to got bring people here. to bring people here. Yeah. We, we don't know yet. We've got 14 Macy's stores here. We don't know if any will get the Ziggy, but they seem to be moving at the brand upscale. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, that certainly would be good news for Somerset. Oh, absolutely. So that, and that's a main anchor store there. So yes. we'll see where it goes. But man, that just you I hate know. to see these great old venerable names hudson's in retail marshall field uh, start to get his well <laughs> you know, and then there's you know, know. sears and lord and taylor, taylor that are now just you know colonel sized so yeah. 
Um, they continue to shrink, sadly. Uh, when we come back, uh, Speaker uh, Johnson came out of a meeting with Joe Biden, sounding optimistic that they might be able to reach a budget deal before things shut down Friday night. We'll find out where that is. And also, Hunter Biden appearing before, uh, behind closed doors with the Oversight Committee uh, to answer questions about whether his father profited from his business dealings. We'll get into it all coming up.